Welcome to the Wealth and Wellness Podcast with me, Kaylee Boisvert. I specialize in helping people to achieve their financial goals. I have a love for all things numbers, and I am passionate about financial literacy. My goal is to spark healthy and positive conversations around wealth and investment and create a world where nobody is limited by their financial situation. But wealth is just one piece in the equation of living our best lives. So join me as we explore both wealth and wellness topics. From your net worth to your self-worth, get ready to take confident action. Hello, thank you everyone for tuning into this episode of the Wealth and Wellness Podcast. Um, My name is Kaylee. For anyone who's joining me for the first time on this podcast today, I'm so grateful for having you listen in. And today we have a special guest and I'm so excited for this topic um, because it does really bring into consideration kind of the the wealth piece, but also the the well-being and wellness and how, um, you know, our, our money is linked to our our money mindset and things like that. So that's what we're going to be chatting about today, which is, I love, I love that topic. Um, We are joined by a special guest today. Our special guest is Janet Key. Um, Janet is a soulful money coach who works with the energy of you and money in a way that frees your spirit, expands your vision and helps you achieve your goals. Janet incorporates her background as a certified yoga therapist and financial planning service advisor to teach women and corporate teams, both physical and emotional aspects of money management. Janet teaches how to identify money blocks, fears, and wounds that prevent individuals from becoming creators of their own financial freedom. I love, love all of that. Just reading that, I'm like, yes, we need more of this. We all need a little bit of this. So thank you so much, Janet, for being here. Um, To get started, can you share a little bit with listeners maybe about what brought you to do the work that you do today? Yeah, well, thank you for having me here today. And I'm excited to have this conversation. And what brought me here, I would have to say that it was totally intuitive-led. I had a background in yoga and a background in finance. And as a woman who was striving for a long time to achieve uh, financial freedom within my own self, uh, that piece really changed for me when I changed my own thinking and my own emotional and beliefs around money. So, uh, you know, that saying how our inner world creates our outer world. Well, it took going a little bit deeper into uh, those money beliefs into the subconscious to really create a, a powerful change. And it's not something that I planned on. I, I was guided along this way. Love it. I love it. And you have that background, like we talked about even before this recording that um, financial services background. So you got to do sort of the working in the day to day with people and see how they were interacting with their money. And it was interesting when we discussed it, it's like a lot of what you're, you're doing now kind of came up from those from what you were seeing in those behaviors of how we see people interact with money day to day. Like we don't, we don't have to separate those fields necessarily. I think oftentimes as financial professionals, we stick too much to like the numbers, the spreadsheets, the the stock markets and things like that. But behind this is real people and their money and how they feel about it and the emotions. And that's where we need to integrate both. And I love how you've really 
gone deeper into that the like you said like we said the emotional side of things yeah yeah Um, absolutely yeah sorry and then so when it comes to the the like emotional side of things that's something we brought up too is like what do you find or see are the biggest kind of challenges like when when money is emotional or if it's coming up as an emotional thing in our lives what are some of the challenges and I guess specifically for women like I think what you work with a lot of women I work with a lot of women and that's really primarily a lot of what I see so can we chat a little bit about that about some of the challenges that women face specifically yeah absolutely you know when it comes to our money relationship and and for a lot of women a lot have uh, resistance around you know, there's some that love to manage their own money and that's awesome, but there's a lot that has resistance around uh, managing their money. So they'll avoid money issues. And uh, the biggest emotions around for a lot of women is guilt. They feel guilty about investing in themselves or taking time for themselves. So guilt is a big one that'll show up and uh, shame, shame, um, is another one that'll show up for women in their money relationship. And a lot of women want to have their own financial freedom that's independent of their partner. And a lot of them uh, hold back from speaking up or speaking out and, you know, having these money conversations because money conversations can be challenging. And, you know, in a relationship, there can be different beliefs between, you know, the partner. So coming in and having open discussions um, can be challenging and knowing how to to do that in a way of being confident and open and if there is an issue or if there is a challenge of you know navigating through the the stresses and the anxiety around it and women are great givers great givers Uh, on the receiving end we really need to open up our own pathways and let go Uh, the emotions, the beliefs that kind of keep us hostage, you know, to, um, to being able to be open to receive more. And I always like to bring it to our heart chakra. And that's the place where we want to give unconditionally from a place of love and receive unconditionally. And while we're great givers, it can also be at the sacrifice of self. And we could use money in a way that is in sacrifice of self and not in alignment with our, our true values or what is very important to us. Yes. I love that. And it's definitely what I've seen as well too. So I, I think it's kind of like you echo what I see on a a regular basis as well, that sometimes women struggle with. So good that they're listening to this and, and, you know, hearing this information and being open to kind of delving deeper into that and what's behind some of those maybe um, emotions that aren't serving them when it comes to their money. Um, What about money blocks? So maybe share with people, you know, what are money blocks? What could be the cause of these and what effect can they have on our lives? Mm -hmm. So I like to, when it comes to money blocks, if you think about your internal glass money ceilings, and, you know, a ceiling is kind of considered to be like an internal barrier, right? An internal barrier that prevents you from moving forward in a, in a positive, powerful way. And those barriers can be, you know, a number of things from our thinking, right? Um, A lot of the times we say things like, I can't afford it, or I could if, Uh, I don't know what to do when we say those things. And if, if it's in a a way of being an excuse, 
we can, that excuse literally transfers our power away from ourselves. And, you know, by changing that mindset, so that thinking to, well, how can I, or instead of the automatic habitual response of, I don't know what to do, take a moment, sit with it, breathe, right? Check in with your own intuition to open up those pathways because resources are, are infinite and they can come to us in many different ways. But if we automatically close that door by saying words such as that, then we're not tapping into those internal resources. And then internal barriers when it comes to fears, fear of responsibility, fear of other people's opinions, uh, fear of failure, fear of success. Like I'm sure we can probably list, you know, how many fears there are that literally hold us back. So fears play a big role in internal, internal uh, glass money ceilings. And when it comes to our belief system, a lot of, a lot of women don't feel their value or know their own sense of self-worth. And so usually when you go a little bit deeper, there's beliefs like I'm not enough or there's never enough. And, and if you find yourself saying that there's never enough and I'm always striving for more and it's never good enough and you're never satisfied, then those are indications that there's some deeper rooted beliefs there that may be playing out in your world. So it's kind of like a combination of things of um, those blocks, those internal barriers and past experiences, right? You may have had past experiences that was negative and you want to prevent that experience from happening again. So you put up a wall and it's, it's kind of like a person with rigid boundaries, right? It's like, you know, they, they want to protect themselves and yet at the same time, it's like, it, it can make for challenges because they, they don't let things in and they don't, they also don't let things out. So it kind of, it blocks that flow within our own energy system. Yeah. If, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What you said that and the fears too, like the fear of, um, the fear of, you know, something bad happening or going wrong or losing money and the fear of having a lot too. Like there is like almost two sides to that fear of like, okay, what if I do achieve that though? Then it, there's a fear of like, um, yeah, maybe I, I won't be able to handle it or maybe I won't feel deserving of it or um, maybe I won't be able to keep it if I, if I get to the wealth level I'm at or, or that I desire to be, then there's still a, a fear or even on the what we would see is like the positive side of things. We can, we can kind of make all sorts of those fears. So I think that's really interesting. Like, and, and what you were saying, just, I think a lot of women can relate to some of those things you were saying as well. So it's, um, it's good to know, like, if you're having these feelings, if you're having the, these things come up, so know that, yeah, this is common, this is normal. And it's, it's a matter of having to work through it, obviously, to get to the other side of it. Absolutely. No, I love that, Kaylee. It is normal. I know that there's nothing wrong with you because oftentimes we'll say that like, what's wrong with me? It's like, well, there's nothing wrong. Um, perhaps it's just the, the not knowing the right tools or the strategies to be able to move you forward. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you have a really neat tool and you had sent it to me after our first conversation, but it's, um, money, money archetypes. So can you tell us a little bit about the money archetypes or what that means? And for people yeah. that aren't familiar with that. 
Absolutely. So the sacred money archetypes uh, is about our money blueprint, so our unique money personality. And this is how we are uh, in relationship to money. And if you think of like all opportunities that come to us in life, it's all filtered through the lens of our story, our challenges, our motivations, our fears, our gifts and our talents. And knowing what our unique money personality is helps us to know uh, who we are in relationship with money, what's our gifts, what's our strengths, but what's the shadow sides of self, right? And if you think about who we are as individuals, um, we're serving from a place of love or we're serving from a place of fear or we're creating from the stories of the past, the past experiences, the limitations, or we're creating from now. I'm connected to this space and I have a um, a vision. I'm connected to the energy of abundance within me and I'm moving forward, creating from that space. It's, it's like we have this love hate relationship with money, but that love hate relationship with money also keeps us in a place of internal duality within ourselves. So it's like there's a div division within ourselves. So when our shadow sides come up, such as, you know, keeping money secrets, or, um, you know, risking too much when it comes to money versus having that financial uh, stability or not trusting or being too generous or not generous enough. Um, those shadow aspects of self can really hold us back and it prevents us from being in a place of alignment or a place of integrity. And so archetypes are all about teaching us how to live in alignment how to be in integrity with ourselves, to use our energy, our time and our, our money in a way that's in alignment with our values. And you know, when you, when you do that, you're really serving from a place of empowerment and abundance that, that is naturally within you. It just takes some shifting of focus away from you know, money on a material sense to you know, here's my divinity. Um, being in alignment, being positive, being empowered and creating from that love, that love space within self. Yeah. It was really new. I like doing it. Um, and yeah, like how you, you kind of give that, um, explanation at the end based on what people score or what result comes up. It is just, it, yeah, it's like a good awareness tool. It's an awareness of seeing, okay, if that's kind of your sort of go-to or where where you're my, more going to gravitate towards. And it's just like, okay, be mindful of these things um, because they're kind of, yeah, the forces that are, it's like your own worst enemy pieces where you're like, oh, I'm doing that. I want to make sure, be mindful. Um, you know, this is why I'm doing it. So it, it's a nice awareness tool. I really liked it for that. Um, is there a way we can share that with listeners? Like if I put it in the show notes, like the, for them to do the quiz? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We can certainly share that um, for sure. Okay. Cause I think people will get a lot of benefit out of that. So make sure, absolutely. yeah, take a look at the show notes. We're going to include that. So you can do what is your money archetype. Um, I also like you're relating the chakras to our, our money and our money mindset. Cause I just finished doing um, like Reiki training and I did my level two. And so I've been learning a lot about that, the chakras. And so I've never thought of really looking at it and understanding how those balance and work with our money mindset and that piece of our lives. So can you talk a little bit about that? 
Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, here, here's our, here's our, everything is energy and here's our energy body. And I'll start with the root chakra. So the root chakra is, um, you know, being grounded in who you are and I am enough, you know, I know enough, I am enough, there is enough. And um, the root chakra is when it comes to the foundation of who we are, sometimes we're, you know, we're not grounded in who we are because of, you know, past traumas or money wounds or wounds in life in general, the sacral chakra, this is our, you know, our emotions, our creative center. And when it comes to our feelings, uh, when you think about it as women, we're really emotional, but are we in mastery of our emotions, right? Because our emotions can really lead our lives, but are we coming from that place of guilt, that place of struggle, that place of shame, or are we, um, you know, in that place of love, creativity, intuitiveness, and that's where the flow can get blocked within our own bodies, right from the lower energy chakras, and being able to feel, right, a lot of women um, are told, you know, you don't have to worry about that, or, you know, so um, knowing that what they have to say, or what they feel is valuable, that they have value, the solar, uh, the solar plexus, this is our self-esteem, our will. And, you know, in business, when you are afraid to have money conversations or to charge prices that you feel is fair exchange or um, asking for clients to, you know, pay, bring their, their invoices up to date or, you know, anything around money conversations, here's our will, here's other people's will. So the opinions of others. Or here's the divine will for us that wants to manifest through us. And, um, you know, without that healthy sense of self-esteem and being grounded in who you are, um, those are important elements of our own energetic bodies. And um, Reiki is, you know, allowing that energy to move through you. You're a channel. And in yoga, it's union of the mind, the body, and the spirit. And so to be in alignment, um, is to have some balance or some harmony within that and you know being aware of self uh, i mentioned the heart chakra that's the the inner nurturer right the giving and the receiving the heart is also the bridge between the lower and the higher chakras the the throat chakra speaking up speaking out with 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 ease and effortlessness and um many to be who you are you know to stand up and to be who you are can be really challenging because there's so many pressures from society or from family. You know, I know for a lot of, um, you know, spiritually led women to be spiritual and to step out, it's almost like a little bit of a, you know, um, could be some shame around that, like to, to show up that way. The third eye, this is your trusting your own intuition, your inner wisdom. And like, we know we have this sense and yet we give away our power. And when we give away our power to those fears or to those emotions or to other people, we give away our energy and our essence. And we're now in a disempowered place. Yet, if we trust our intuition and we listen to it and we follow it, yet we question, we doubt, we regret, and that keeps us kind of stuck, right? And uh, right up into the crown chakra receiving from higher power. And this is where um, the accumulator archetype, I absolutely love. Um, it's not one of my top three, but it really taught me a lot about 
the infinite resources that are available to us. And when we are open vessels and we are able to receive because we're free from the fears and the limiting beliefs, then we can receive infinite resources. And I loved when I crossed over that line where um, I'll, all I knew I needed to do was just show up and the information is going to come. Or if I have that question, I ask and the, the information comes. And there's where there's so many resources available to us for growth, for wealth, for prosperity and abundance. We just have to open up those pathways to receive that information and uh, from that higher intelligence, that divine that wants to manifest through us. So there's our energy bodies, you know, when it comes to uh, the chakra system and everything is energy. So when you think of money, the energy of money, money is not spiritual. It's not non-spiritual just it's no different than this pen right but it's our feelings our emotions towards it um that attract or push it away from us yeah yeah you're it's really like when you said that it just really hit me too it is just it's nothing in itself it's it's not good or bad it's it's nothing like we've we've given value to it or we've it's sort of become what it is because of what been created as but so much of it and and our inner struggles and what we go through is yeah just emotion based it's how we feel about it yeah absolutely what we think about our thoughts is what yeah. we is how we feel our feelings are our emotions is it positive or negative where are we creating from and the archetypes is really about self awareness and emotional mastery yeah yeah. So can people, like, is it for people that have had on repeat, maybe the thoughts about money being, you know, it's hard to get money. It's hard to earn money. There's never enough. Like if those have been what's on repeat for people, you know, how do they get to this, this next level, this, this other place we're talking about where it is just, you know, it's, it's abundance, it's prosperity, it's available to all, like, how can they shift into that um yeah yeah you know it's a process and the first thing awareness is key to change right so what are you thinking about so simply start in a, in in a day just be aware of your thoughts like what pops up for you in regards to money are you judging um are you blaming are you criticizing right and then Pay attention to your emotions, right? When you uh, go to spend money, are you spending to avoid feelings? Are you avoiding your money issues? Um, oh, goodness, there, there's so many things. But notice, are you feeling anxiety? Are you feeling guilt? Like when you, when you spend, are you in a place of regret where you're beating yourself up over past money behaviors? And um, it can be challenging to, to make those changes, and, and whether you read a book or you seek help from a, you know, a financial advisor or, you know, you're like, Janet, tell me more about the work that you do, you know, reach out to me and I'll, I'll I'm honored that I get to share and do this work on uh, such a deep level to move you through those, um, those patterns, those inherited beliefs of the past that we've obtained from parents or grandparents, or, you know, that's been passed along our lineage to, to change that. But first thing, be aware of what, because our thoughts can be obsessive, right? That monkey mind. Yeah. Uh, and you, you'll know working in, in Reiki and in yoga, it's, it's quieting, quieting that monkey mind and learning how to direct your energy in a way that is 
in alignment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's all about that awareness and noticing the thoughts. And so I love that as kind of the first step for people to really um, step into this and start working through these beliefs. Cause if you're at a point where you're just like, something just doesn't feel right. You're not feeling like you're getting to where you want to be. Um, when it comes to your, your finances and your financial goals, then looking deeper into something like this. It's sometimes we look for external sources to blame. It's like, well, it's cause I don't make enough money or I, the stock markets did this and this is why, but it's, there's sometimes there's a lot more to that. And I think there's a lot more sort of within that we need to take note of as well and notice um, rather than trying to just kind of look for the external or, or think that that's the cause of it. So um, I absolutely love that. And just the whole idea of the energy of money. Um, what about like setting healthy money boundaries. So again, you were talking about boundaries as being maybe they're too rigid or we, we put boundaries up if we've had a very bad experience, but what could it look like to have healthy money boundaries for people? Yeah, I love that one. So to have healthy boundaries, it's, if you think about a person that's flexible, right, you know what to let in, you know what to keep out. So this is when you're in a place of alignment, that's, you know, you're in a place of joy, love, intuitiveness, creativity. You know, when opportunities come your way, you may say yes, if it's in alignment. And you may also say no, when it's not in alignment, confidently, right? If you are someone who has, you know, spongy boundaries or like kind of like you're, you're wishy-washy, it's, you're easily manipulated, you may be in a place of um, misalignment where you may feel blamey or shame or um, uncertain or doubtful, you may say yes, when you really want to say no. And so that like, this is a big place for a lot of people. It's like, you know, you think of all the ways that you're spending money that is not in alignment with what it is that you really want. And let's say you want that family vacation, but yet you keep um, you know, maybe, maybe your habit is cigarettes or, you know, eating out too much, or, you know, maybe you're overfinanced and, you know, your money is not going to the areas that are truly important. So to have healthy boundaries is to be confident in yourself, to learn, to speak up confidently, to have those conversations. And when you're faced with challenges and, and you know it, cause you feel it in your body, right? We, we kind of want to run from our fears. We feel that contractual response or, you know, our heart rate will speed up. And we're like, you know, we're in that stress anxiety mode. When you're faced with a challenge, I always like to say, you know, take a moment, take a breath, ask for guidance, support for the words to come for the resources so that you can move through that challenge and having boundaries on your energy, on your time, on your money is so important because if you think of um, giving your energy in business, for example, when you give your energy and your attention to everything, you're less effective in what it is that you're doing because your energy is dispersed. And the same thing with your money. So if it's all out there, you know, and it's um, there's not that healthy balance with it, or let's say you even invested in your business and you have have some debt, but that debt feels so heavy to you and it's just robbing you of any joy. It's like all of those things to create healthy boundaries so that you actually feel better 
And you're moving forward saying yes to what's in alignment, saying no to what's not. You're using money in a way that really is connected to your values because you know yourself and what's important and you stop spending it in ways that are not as important. And then you just start, you just start to take your, your power back and, and feel more positive with it. And uh, it's a practice to cultivate those healthy boundaries. However, so important for your, um, your inner sense of prosperity or wealth. Yeah. I love that. I love those. Those are like such a good idea. And I'm thinking just everything you're saying, it's like knowing, yeah, standing up for it's like, no, this doesn't work. This isn't an alignment. This is, and just like stepping into that, like, it's so empowering to look at it that way. And money can be that, like, it can be empowering. It can be, you can have it as that presence in your life of it's empowering to say, you know, this is what's important to me. I want that family vacation. And, you know, this is how we're going to get there. And this is, you know, every paycheck I'm putting this much away and, and you're sort of accounting for that money, being diligent about it. And it's, you're in that full alignment, that empowered state of like, I'm, I'm in control. I'm the boss of my money and my money is not just, yeah, being dispersed or it's not just going everywhere. It's that same, like you were saying that you get to be the focus of it. So I, I love the idea of people putting into consideration some, I mean, we think about boundaries just in life and with our time and things like that, but thinking about money boundaries too, like what money boundaries might you have to set in your own life? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What things are you tolerating that you are no longer willing to tolerate anymore, right? That's robbing you of your energy, of your essence. And uh, it's what I love about our money relationships. Our emotions around money can teach us how free we really are. And money has so much to teach us. And uh, I was fascinated when, you know, all of those pieces of my life's puzzle came together and realized just how much money um, has to teach us. And uh, when we step, there's a lot of fear and a lot of resistance around money, but when we step into it and we start to open those pathways, your relationship with money changes, the opportunities, the synchronicities, the possibilities that then come into play. Uh, it's absolutely amazing. I love it. Um, I, you know, I, I love this and I love the work you do. Can you share with people, you know, if they've listened to this and their, their interest has peaked, maybe they are having coming up against these things and recognizing too that, Hey, I might need some help with this. And maybe I can't, I can't necessarily do this alone, or I wouldn't mind having someone to work with. So if someone were to work with you, um, you know, what does that look like or kind of what, what is it? Yeah. What does it mean to work with a, a money coach like yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So I always say, you know, the archetype assessment is a great place to start. And, and other than that, reach out to me. Uh, my website is JanetKey.com and uh, reach out to me and we'll have a conversation because I, I work with women in, in a number of different ways, some brave men, but it's mostly women that, that I do work with. Um, so reach out to me and it's kind of like, what do you need? And there's different ways. And I always like to uh, feel into it and ask you some questions first and, and move forward from there. Okay. That sounds great. And just to be, I guess we'll kind of wrap this up being mindful of time, but before we go, is there anything else that you wanted to share with listeners or something that you wanted to leave them with before we wrap up? Oh, that's a great question. You know, um, your enlightened net worth, who you are, what you are worth 
If I were to ask you today, I want you to ponder this question. If I were to ask you to sell me two of your eyes today for a million dollars, would you? How about your brain? How about your heart? How about your gifts, your talents? If you were to do a, an inventory asset of what you are worth, think about that and put a price tag on what you think the value of you is. What do you think, Kaylee? Would you have a number that you can throw, throw in there? That's hard. No, I feel like though it's getting us to, to recognize or really stand in our worth. Like I feel like it's a, a sort of, yeah, an exercise to say, oh, wow. Like to, when you're having those moments of I'm not enough or like an um, unworthiness thing going on, that that's a good place to get us into the, the headspace of I am like, I, I am valuable. Yeah. I am worth a lot. I, yeah. these are very precious, like yeah. tools and, and gifts that I have. Yeah. You're priceless. Like you're really priceless beyond measure. Right. Yeah. And, and I love it when, um, I, I want you to know that, like, so for your listeners is like, know that your value, your worth, like who you are is tremendous. And, you know, will you ever create in your net worth, what you are worth in your enlightened net worth. And once you realize that and you anchor into that, that's your abundant place. That's your, that's where you're going to create from. And that's what I will leave you with because um, your value, your worth is, is tremendous. It's truly priceless. I love that. I love that. Everyone, you were all priceless, abundant <laughs> net worth. Oh, I love it. That's such a nice way to leave it. We'll walk around feeling like we're worth millions and millions and millions of bucks. Thank Absolutely. you so much. Thank you so You're much, welcome. Janet, for being with us and, and all that you've shared today. I'll make sure to include all that in the show notes as well, what you mentioned on your, your links and things like that. And um, yes, thank you everyone for your time listening to this episode. Thanks for tuning in and I will catch you on the next episode. Bye for now. Bye. I hope you found value in this episode. And because I'm such a proponent of taking confident action, I want to pose a question to you, the listener. What is one action that you feel inspired to take after listening to today's episode? If you enjoy listening, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Thank you so much. And I will catch you next time.